0: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's
1: ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life.
0: No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's
1: 306 on News Radio 1040 WHO. I'm Brian Gongle. Brian at com is the email address if you have extended comments or anything that maybe pops into your head after the show or maybe during the week you have something that you'd like us to talk about here on the air. Anytime. Brian at whoradio.com is a way to do it. 284 1040 live on the air, 989-1040, if you'd like to text. I do try to respond to texts that come in. I have gotten a, a barrage or two from a couple of individuals. I'll do my best to respond to those, but I, I do try to do that while we're on the air and get back to you as well, and certainly to bring up the comments on the air as well. Totally separate from everything that we've been talking about, Lucasfilm announcing that Ron Howard is going to take over uh, the spin-offs that they're doing from Star Wars, because apparently that franchise has got a lot more mileage in it that they want to keep on exploiting. Uh, Ron Howard to take over that. All I'm going to say is the following. As one who is not the world's biggest Star Wars fan, but is very much one of the world's biggest Arrested Development fans, if this distracts him in one way, shape, or form, in even the slightest from his duties to narrate another season of Arrested Development, I am writing my congressman. (laughs) All right. We are getting. I'm going to call up David Young again and I'm going to tell him I need congressional intervention if Ron Howard is spending his time on a Star Wars spinoff instead of additional seasons of arrested development. I can't take this, it's just not acceptable. (laughs) I don't know. I've, I've, maybe I, other people feel otherwise, but I tell you what: if if I don't uh, get another season of the Bluth family doing their shenanigans, I'm I'm going to be very upset with the progress or regress. Apparently, that America has been undertaking that that's something that I I insist upon. I want to see a better America, and I feel like that involves. More Arrested Development. Say, did you hear this news? The uh, the CIA, speaking of our spy agencies, nothing at all here to do with Russia or anything like that. BuzzFeed had a story this week saying that there was there was a whole group of CIA contractors, employees who were fired for stealing snacks from the vending machine there. Literally, they, were, they figured out a way to hack the system. <laughs> it is a hacking. They figured out a way to use vending cards in order to hack the system to get free snacks out of a vending machine at the CIA. And that they then got fired for this. <laughs> no, here's the thing that gets me. Number one, if you're stealing from a vending machine... What does that really say about your priorities in life? Because theft is theft, after all, right? None of us should be unclear about the fact that stealing is stealing, whether it's stealing a candy bar or stealing a an Alfa Romeo. I mean, you're, you're stealing something. If you're willing to cross the line, you're willing to cross the line, right? I mean, you know... It, This isn't like they were trying to, you know, fudge the parking meter. This was $3,000 worth of snacks that they stole from a vending machine in a concerted effort, a deliberate campaign to do this. Now... I saw some people respond to this uh, make comments to the effect that, you know, well, don't you think we have higher priorities than busting spies and people at a spy agency for taking stuff from a vending machine? Don't you think as a country we should have free snacks for uh, for the CIA? Isn't their work important enough? They should have free snacks. No, (laughs) that's they're getting paid. (laughs) They get paid uh, if we're paying them fairly and honestly then I would think that the ethical standards should not be so difficult that maybe among them, this team of people who went to the effort to steal $3,000 worth of stuff from a vending machine, why couldn't they have put the same amount of concerted effort into, I don't know, a Costco membership, (laughs) right? Like, could they not have gotten together and said, "You know, guys, I really like Cheetos, uh, and I know you really like those uh, you know dill flavored uh, potato chips. Maybe we can find a buying club we can get together and you know Bob can go get some snacks once a month at uh, you know Sam's club, and we'll all just chip in five bucks to cover it. Was it really that hard? Because instead, what they literally—they went through the effort to hack a vending machine to go through the theft. And the thing is, I I bring this up not because it's just silly, but it it, it is, I think, actually something they should have been fired for. Because I think this is important for us all to bear in mind: dishonor in little things is the kind of thing that leads to dishonor in large ones. And I don't know, stealing three thousand bucks worth of snacks. That's kind of like a medium sized thing. It's like they're already going down the path toward a much bigger thing. This isn't, you know, somebody parked too close next to somebody else in the parking lot, dinged the door and then failed to leave a note. That's a small thing. And that would be an act of dishonesty. This also isn't, you know, turning over the nuclear codes to China. we not handing over to Beijing. That would be a big thing. This is kind of in the middle. But the fact that they are some steps beyond leaving a door ding without leaving a note means they're halfway to going off and giving the nuclear codes to Beijing, right? At some point, you have to say no. At some point, somebody does need to get fired. And again, what was so hard about chipping in a couple of bucks so that somebody could go out and, I don't know, buy a box of Twizzlers to share? I mean, how is that so hard for a bunch of spies to come up with? And they literally had gone to the effort to hack the payment system they already had. I mean, they were willing to put in some effort here. Come on. Why don't we perhaps show a little of that same initiative to, I don't know, just be honest, good Americans and buy your own snacks. Just unbelievable to me. Just sometimes the um, the amount of effort some people will put in to being dishonest and to trying to cheat the system and to get around the rules that oftentimes exceeds the amount of effort that they could have just put into doing things honestly. And it frustrates me. And it, I just don't understand it. Now, on a slightly related note here, speaking of snacks, one of the places where I find myself taking my wallet, turning it upside down and dumping everything inside into somebody else's cash register is when I'm going to the airport and I end up getting snacks there. Whenever you're stuck traveling, you, know, you, you just end up if you're like me, at least, buying extra snacks and things. And it it always costs you a fortune. And it's it's frustration because you got to go through security. And half the time, you know, you're already packing things to the gills to get it into your carry on bag because you're going to get charged thirty five bucks for check baggage or whatever. We're always trying to cut corners with what we pack. And so you end up spending far too much for a candy bar at the, you know, the paradise shops or whatever it is that you end up encountering at any of these airports. Which is related to this story. There were protesters, you know, getting together to try to protest against the new health care bill that's working its way through the Senate now. And the protesters were trying to coordinate via social media in saying they wanted to get together. And among other places, they wanted to rally at Ronald Reagan International Airport. You know, the national airport serving D.C., now, they were doing this to try to get a bunch of people together to show up in a rally at the airport itself. And i got to say, politics notwithstanding, whatever policies they're trying to pursue here, airports are a terrible, terrible location for conducting a mass protest. I mean, what... Who, I'm struggling here, who can possibly justify getting a large group of riled up angry people together at a place where all the people who have to be there are already, in a lot of cases, riled up and angry in their own rights, but for different reasons. I I don't go through airports to feel calm and sedated. I don't know about you. I don't know anybody else who does. But beyond that, you get a large gathering of riled up people that creates an implicit security hazard. And it could easily, and this is the thing that I, man, I wish these protesters would figure this out. They could potentially be offering cover for acts of terrorism, just as an example. I mean, they can say that this, oh, it's just a spontaneous protest. We spread the word yesterday via Twitter and everybody showed up. And that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to use tools like social media to do these things, these pop-up protests. They're trying to do these things. You know, it's just like when they were trying to do flash mobs. That was a big thing for a while, right? People would get together in Grand Central Station in New York and all break into some kind of flash dance or something. These flash mobs are what lead to these flash protests. And the problem is, no matter how spontaneous they think, they are or that they want to pretend to be, if they ever go back to the same site, if they ever return to Ronald Reagan National Airport to conduct another protest, which, you know, D.C. isn't going anywhere, and the politicians all end up flying through D.C.A., through that airport. So it's going to happen again if these people decide they want to protest something again, If they do it more than once then any opportunistic attacker, only has to scope it out the first time to see how security and the police respond to a protest like this to figure out just what they need to do next time there's a protest if they want to go off and conduct a terrorist attack. They're inviting the trouble to the wrong place. That's the thing. I am all for peaceful protest. It is a First Amendment right, peaceable assembly. I have no problem with it at all. But if we know that there's already heightened security taking place at airports, because we know that terrorists are targeting the places, and if you're just inviting a group of riled up angry people to get together en masse and distract security at the very same airports, that to me is a problem. i got to really big problem with protesters using airports as sites of protest. What do you think? 284-1040 if you'd like to weigh in. John, give us a call from Ankeny. John, thanks for calling WHO. All right,
2: you know, I'm going to change my uh, because you moved on, uh, change my comment just a little bit. Uh, we can all evolve to together. When, <laughs> yep. Yes, I'm going to evolve <laughs> with you. Oh my God, it feels so good. Anyway, um, there, there was a protest and I'm going to say it was an air. Now this was back in the day where you could get actually uh, to the ramps before they uh, had all this Tsa nonsense anyway what they dis- they discovered was most people get off the planes and the first thing they do is head for the restroom mm-hmm. so these protesters went and blocked the restrooms now can you imagine <laughs> you're already yeah you're already ticked off because you had this very uncomfortable flight especially nowadays uh-huh. and then you can't use the restroom
1: Oh yeah I would get real murder actually what I'm what I'm playing in my head right now you're familiar with the movie airplane uh, yes. I, I'm I'm having the, the I'm replaying in my head the scene where Ted Stryker is is going through the airport and he's being assailed by all the different religious groups and the like the Hari Krishnas and everybody. that's,
2: <laughs> the, that's, what, that's what exactly. Oh, so oh. anyway, I want I'm i really enjoyed having the opportunity to evolve with you
1: today. <laughs> well, I appreciate it, John. Thanks very much <laughs> for the call. You bet. Yeah, good. It is three eighteen here on WHO. Yeah, if you've never seen that particular episode or that particular scene, first of all, you really owe it to your Yourself. If you've never seen Airplane and Airplane Two, you really owe it to yourself. Those are two of my favorite movies of all time. Airplane far better than Airplane Two. Airplane Two fell short, but still had a lot of funny stuff in it. But the scene where Ted Striker, one of the uh, the you know the central character, is going through and. It's, it's a period piece. It's back in the day when you did have religious groups gathering at airports because it was prior to the kind of security that we encountered today. But they were all walking around trying to give him flowers and things and he's... He's get, throwing off his coat and punching people in the face to go through because he just doesn't want one more person to shove a religious tract in his face. I could feel uh, the way John from Ankeny there was suggesting, yeah, I would I would really felt that way if there were a protester, for whatever reason, blocking my way to the bathroom after getting off an airplane. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably punch a Hare Krishna, too. <laughs> It just would be too much. 319. We're going to come back here in a moment uh, with a little bit more here on News Radio 1040 WHO.
0: Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino.